Welcome to the FarmD Money Podcast, where certified financial planner Derek Delaney brings financial education and observation to help pharmacists navigate their most important financial questions. Welcome in FarmD Nation to episode number eight of the FarmD Money Podcast. I am your host, Derek Delaney. Thank you all for joining me today. It is rare these days for someone to work their entire life with one company. I mean, think about it. You start your career not knowing a whole lot about the industry outside of what you've seen yourself from the outside looking in and from what you've learned in school. So you usually start somewhere and you get some experience. You figure out what you like, what you don't like. You learn a little bit more about the employment opportunities within your industry. Your life changes and you make career moves. You go from one spot to another. Changing jobs, especially earlier in your career, is not uncommon at all. What is actually more uncommon is finding companies to work for that are going to provide for you some sort of pension or or other type of retirement savings vehicle that you personally do not have to fund yourself. That means the onus of retirement savings for a lot of pharmacists falls on themselves and That usually leads to them making some sort of contributions into an employer retirement plan. Most people probably listening to this are familiar with 401ks. That's probably one of the most common employer retirement plan setups that allow employees to save for their own retirement. And then the employer will come in the back door and match up to a certain percentage usually. So that's common. What happens when you leave your job? That 401k or retirement account belongs to you which means it's up to you to make a decision what you're going to do with that account and what you're going to do with that money as you continue to evolve in your career and move from company to company if that's where you find your career path taking you. So in this episode, I'm going to walk you through a couple different options you're going to have when it comes to what you could do with your 401k once you find yourself making the decision that you're going to leave your current employer and what are some of the pros and cons of the different options you have available when it comes time to make decisions on a retirement plan funded through an employer like a 401k. So you find yourself leaving your current employer. Maybe you're unhappy or you just found a better opportunity elsewhere or the side hustle that you've been working on for a couple years finally becomes a full-time gig and you want to pursue that. Regardless of the reason, when leaving your employer, one of the decisions people are going to have to make is what do you do with that retirement account you've been funding since you've been employed? It's your account. You can do with it what you want. So you have a number of different options. It's not like the company owns the money unless it's not fully vested, which means that usually you have to work for an employer for a specific period of time in order to completely control and own the money the employer contributes into the plan on your behalf. Usually that's anywhere between uh, three to five years, but let's just say you're fully vested in all the money in that employee-sponsored retirement plan. It's up to you to decide what you want to do with it once you leave that employer. There are usually four options I tell people that they have when it comes time to make that decision. Option number one is leave it where it's at. Option number two is roll it over into an IRA account. Option number three is roll it into a new employer retirement plan. So going from 401k at old employer to 401k at new employer. And the final option, which I don't think really gets used a whole lot for good reason, is to cash the cash the thing out and do something with that money outside of the retirement plan or any other retirement plan. Option number one, leave it where it's at. Most likely your retirement money is not held with your employer. So let's just say you work for Walgreens and you 
get set up with the Walgreens 401k plan as part of their benefits package. Walgreens isn't the actual company who's holding that money, printing the statements, and giving you the investment options. What happens is Walgreens actually hires a custodian, somebody else, to take care of all that for them. So over your career, you may find that when looking at a 401k statement, you might see the name Wells Fargo or Empowerment or maybe Fidelity on those statements. Those are custodians. Those are the places where your money is actually held. And that is the company you work with when any changes need to be made with your 401k. So in option number one, leaving it where it's at, keeping it in the current 401k plan, even after you leave that employer, you're going to primarily work with that custodian whenever it comes time to make any changes, updates, or do any transactions on that 401k. The one thing it's important to note when it comes to keeping that 401k where it's at is you cannot add any more money to that 401k after you leave. That does not become an option. So a few pros of keeping money inside that current 401k even after you leave the employer is one, cost. You usually have access nowadays in 401k plans to investment options that are lower cost. Um, a long time ago before ETFs were created and um, no-load mutual funds were created, a lot of investment options inside retirement plans were pretty expensive, but nowadays it's not uncommon to find very cost-effective investment options inside those 401ks. And because you don't have an advisor attached to that 401k, because it's not in an IRA, you're not paying anybody else in order to manage that money. So cost is a big benefit of keeping it at the current 401k account uh, you set up when you first started working for that current employer. Keeping it at the current 401k does come with a few cons that people need to be aware of. The first one is lack of investment options. If you think you want to dabble in other investments outside of traditional mutual funds or ETFs, chances are you're not going to have that ability inside a 401k. Custodians just don't allow it. It's usually probably not an investment option that's allowed through the 401k plan when it was set up a long time ago. Another con is if you want any sort of advice and you don't already work with a financial professional outside of the 401k and you want advice on investment management or just random things that have to do with that 401k money, you're most likely going to have to use somebody on the other end of an 800 number to get that advice. Option number two with a 401k is you could roll it over to an IRA. Now, this is extremely common, especially as people get older. This is where you decide whether you want to open an IRA yourself through either an online brokerage platform or hire a financial advisor or other professional to help you open and manage that IRA. This option comes with a few pros. The big one is more investment flexibility. So going back to the con in the previous point, if you want to take advantage of investment options that are not your traditional mutual fund or ETF options, maybe take a flyer in a few stocks or something like that, having that ability inside an IRA instead of a 401k is a big pro if that's something you deem valuable. Another pro is sometimes you get professional advice along with the investment management. So when you roll it over to an IRA and you bring on a financial professional to help you do that, they tend to help manage that account and maybe they bring along with that management other valuable pieces of advice that could potentially help you down the road that you're obviously not going to get if that money is kept in a 401k and you don't bring on any financial help attached to rolling it over to an IRA. A few cons, the, the big one is cost because you potentially could bring on a financial professional 
or you have other investment options that aren't the same as what you find in a 401k, it could be more costly to roll that money over. So more fees that you have to pay just means less money that stays in your retirement account, which means less money over a long period of time gets to accumulate and compound on itself. But if your benefits outweigh the additional costs, it could be an appropriate decision for you to make. Another unique rule out there that I think a lot of pharmacists have to be aware of, especially pharmacists that have exceeded Roth IRA contribution income levels, is the aggregation rule. So if you are a pharmacist and you exceed income limits to do Roth contributions, you can actually be penalized for taking advantage of a backdoor Roth IRA strategy by having other IRA assets out there. And it's it's a little more complicated than this, but just for simplicity's sake, if you have other IRA assets out there to your name and you wanna do a backdoor Roth contribution, they will actually consider your backdoor Roth contribution in aggregate with your other IRA assets and you will only get the tax-free conversion amount into the Roth through that backdoor option based off of the percentage of that backdoor Roth to your total IRA aggregation. So if you have an IRA that makes up 95% of your total money, including what you're going to do the backdoor Roth with in that year, only 5% of the tax benefit of actually doing the Roth backdoor contribution will go into effect. Again, that's very, very simplistic. So that's something you're just going to want to be aware of and probably get more information on if you are thinking about rolling a 401k into an IRA and you're doing backdoor Roth contributions. Uh, number three is you could roll it into a new employer plan. This is actually becoming more and more common because it's becoming easier and easier to do as an employee who leaves one employer and gets hired on at another company. Pros for this are very similar to keeping it in your 401k at your old employer, and that is cost and safety. Again, it's not going to cost you as much as holding those dollars in an IRA usually. And the other one is safety, where if something were to happen to you and you get sued or file for bankruptcy or whatever else, usually the money inside that 401k is completely protected regardless of what amount is in there. Um, another pro is it's one less account to keep an eye on or manage. So you're a pharmacist, you're super busy, especially if you have a young family and a lot of other things going on in your life. It becomes cumbersome trying to keep track of a bunch of different retirement accounts and it just makes it easier for people sometimes when they roll it all into one and keep an eye on one account instead of trying to manage a bunch of other ones at different old employer 401k plans. A few cons, again, limited investment options inside 401ks usually, and you get limited advice on the investment management of those dollars, except for maybe the opportunity to talk with somebody over the phone who works for that specific custodian who holds that account. You should ask your employer for information about new employer retirement plans so you have something to help compare your decision with. So if you decide that you want to move from Walgreens to, we'll say CVS, maybe while you're interviewing at CVS and determining whether you want to make that career move, one of the things that could potentially tip the scales in your favor in making that decision is CVS has a better 401k plan than Walgreens potentially. And what makes it better is they have better investment options. Not saying they do, but that's the type of thought you need to have in your head when it comes time to decide whether you want to roll money out of an old 401k and into a new 401k with your new employer. Finally, option number four is taking the money you have accumulated inside your 401k and cashing it out. Most of the time, this is not going to be the best option for you, but I think it's important to highlight it because sometimes there are circumstances that are going on in your life that could make this the best option for you. Um, one of the pros of cashing out your retirement accounts is 
you get instant cash on hand. Why this could be important is, well, let's just go back and say that you're leaving your old employer because your side hustle gig has now turned into a full-time flourishing job and taking money out of your 401k could provide capital for that new business that you otherwise wouldn't have. So that could be a potential benefit. Um, the other option you could potentially or I guess another pro you could have by cashing out your 401k is because now you'll have cash on hand to take advantage of irregular investment opportunities that you won't have access to inside IRAs or usually inside 401ks. And those irregular investment opportunities could be maybe becoming a silent partner in some sort of business. Let your mind run wild with the different opportunities you could potentially have, but Having cash on hand could be more valuable even after the cons, which we'll talk about shortly, because of the opportunity you have with that cash to do something with that you wouldn't have inside of a 401k or an IRA. Now let's get to the cons of taking money out of your 401k and completely cashing it out, which are tax implications. If you save money in your 401k, or if you even have money in a Roth 401k and you received employer matching dollars inside that 401k, chances are if you cash that money out, you're going to incur some sort of tax liability for that money. So if you have $100,000 in your account and you cash it out, chances are you're not going to get $100,000 in your hand through a check once it's all said and done. There are going to be tax implications involved. You're going to owe money to the IRS. Along with that, there probably are going to be some penalties tacked on as well, unless you meet some sort of exception, which we're not going to get into that today. But just know cashing money out of a 401k usually come at some sort of hard dollar cost in either tax liability or penalty liability. The other big con of cashing money out of a 401k is the loss of tax deferred growth. So one of the big benefits of 401ks is you're able to put money in that account tax deferred and then that money continues to be able to grow and compound on itself tax deferred until it comes time to actually pull that money out. And again, in this example, we're talking about 401ks, not a Roth 401k, which can actually help that account grow bigger than if you had it outside of a 401k and you had to pay taxes on dividends and interest that are accumulated each year. So losing out on that tax deferred growth is a big con when it comes time to cash out money from your 401k. If option number four is something you're considering, it's a giant decision once it's done, except for the 60 day rollover rule, you can't reverse it. So make absolutely sure that this option is what you 100% want to do because once it's done, you can't go back months later or years later and try to reverse the decision. This is where a professional can step in and provide a little bit of help to help you understand if cashing out your 401k is truly in your best interest or not. So when you find yourself with a new employment opportunity, don't forget about your retirement savings. The company doesn't own it when it comes to employer-sponsored retirement plans like 401ks. You do, and you have to make a decision on what to do with that money once you leave your employer. You have options that usually are not time sensitive, so this is not something you have to make a quick knee-jerk decision on. Take time, think about it, figure out what you want to do with that money, look at your options, and then make the best decision for yourself. If you're looking for more information about the podcast, myself, or FarmDFP, feel free to visit the firm's website at farmdfp.com. Also, feel free to check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, FarmD Financial Planning, for more great insight. Email podcast at farmdfp.com with questions, topics, or ideas you'd like to hear more about. Finally, FarmD Nation, until next time, be well. 
The FarmD Money Podcast is not intended to be tax, legal, or investment advice. All opinions expressed on the show are for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or investment advice.